Episode 379, A Surprising Discovery. <laughs> Hello and welcome, and uh, thank you for joining me. I hope you're doing well, hope you're healthy, hope things are good with you. Um, I won't be mentioning that which must not be mentioned, <coughs> COVID. <laughs> but I will mention that uh, things are looking up. Things are going to get better. Uh, I'm not going to sing it. But you get the gist anyway. Um, so yeah, so I was out this evening there for a few hours. Um, went to the park, uh, met a friend, um, and uh, watched the world go by for a while. And uh, I, I sort of realised that um, yeah, I've definitely not been getting out enough, and how uh, uh, I've been in the house a lot. Uh, in some ways, uh, I felt very anxious around other people and. Uh, you know, there, there wasn't many mask wearers, which I think is okay when you're outdoors, and there was good social distancing order. I didn't wear a mask either, so. And, I, you know, it was interesting seeing seeing the world go by. <laughs> and it was a very relaxing time, and it, it sort of filled me with a bit of hope uh, about the future, um, and that things are, are starting to take some, uh, some sort of normality, um, which... Uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to travelling again. Nice hotels, nice food, nice wine, nice company. All that sort of stuff, you know. Which has been uh, taken from us, you know, with the, uh, the restrictions. So so it's great to see. Um, there's a bit of GAA going on. Um, all sorts of things going on. <laughs> lots of uh, dog walkers. Um, man, people have lots of dogs. Um, <laughs> lots of uh, women running. It was so disproportionate, I felt. There seemed to be more women running than men. So, uh, listen, guys, you need to sort this out. <laughs> I have no one, no, nothing, to, nothing to talk. Nothing to, ah, oh, geez, I'm the worst. But uh, I'm definitely getting back on the treadmill tomorrow now. And uh, I've got to start somewhere um, and get get active again. It's uh, it's lovely to get into the, the fresh air. And it was really sunny as well, which is quite unusual for Ireland. Um, yeah, um, there's a bit of cloud. But then if the sky is quite clear, it starts getting cold, and it certainly got cold all right, you know. So, um, so yeah, um, drove back home again, and uh, <laughs> I made a surprising discovery. <laughs> so um, I do a podcast. I have spoke about my car in the past. Um, I get a lot of um, deliveries uh, come into the house. I suppose like most people now, um thankfully not all amazon but unfortunately yeah, quite a lot of amazon and you know um every so often i like a cheeky uh, a cheeky a cheeky takeaway uh you know I, I aim to eat healthily five to six you know nights a week and once a week get something cheeky from the local takeaway and there's um there's over a hundred um, near to where i live uh, i'm certainly not in the center of dublin but um, it's quite incredible so I get a lot of uh, delivery drivers, Deliveroo drivers, come into the door, and a disproportionate number ask me if my car is for sale. <laughs> it only happened last night um, that uh, the delivery guy was at the house, and uh, he said, are you selling it? He said, you know, he said, I'll buy it, I'll pay your cash for it. I said, wow, okay. Um, so, yeah, I have done a podcast about the car. It's a BMW, it's a 535 diesel it's from 2000, uh, well, the model is a 2006 model. If I was selling it, I wouldn't say it was a 2006 model. <laughs> but um, it's actually a, 
officially the 2006 model. It doesn't have the LED uh, rear lights. Um, <laughs> it's the little things, isn't it? So uh, I picked up the, I collected the car in um, 2007. Um, I do appreciate that's that's quite a long time ago. It was January the 11th, 2007. Now at that that few years before 2009 Ireland was in a bit of a boom you know and uh, the BMW garage that I bought it from I actually ordered it directly from the factory in Germany but obviously it was delivered to the uh, <laughs> the BMW place they were so busy delivering cars now I wasn't bothered about the new registrations by the way in Ireland start on the 1st of January I think it's the 1st of August I think something like that it's, it's all probably changed now anyway but at that time new regs were like the 1st of January and I'd ordered it in December, not thinking about, I didn't care about the 1st of January, but they were so busy <laughs> delivering cars to people, people picking up cars. Uh, I couldn't have it till the 11th, even though they physically had the car in December. I couldn't pick it up till the 11th, you know. So I picked it up on the 11th of, um, <laughs> of January 2007. I know for the, uh, the younger, more youthful, um, energetic listeners, that's an awful long time ago. I do appreciate that. It's over 14 years. Um, but yeah, so I was doing quite well at the time. And it, um, you could argue it was a midlife crisis car. Um, that's fine. Um, it was quite expensive, if I'm honest. Um, the options were expensive. Uh, things like heads-up display on it, um, professional driving, Harman Kardon, a uh, professional driving navigation, sorry, Harman Kardon speakers, Voice activation, heads up light, uh, high beam assist, I think it's called, xenon headlights, active headlights, uh, sports suspension, sports seats, leather seats, anthracite ceiling. Um, I, I could go on, but I'm, I'm not going to. <laughs> so, uh, and yeah, it was probably the first time, it was probably the biggest purchase I'd ever made outside of buying a house. <laughs> um, anyway, it was it was good, it was nice, and I picked it up. Um, um, and a uh, great car, you know. Uh, it was on Top Gear uh, many years ago. Um, I think it was one of the first diesel uh, cars. They had. It's a diesel car. It's a twin sequential turbo. So I've been I've been very lucky with it. I've had it you now over 14 years. I've travelled many, many, many kilometres. Um, it's fairly low. Um, I've come to sell this. It's fairly low <laughs> kilometres on it. It's about 190,000 kilometres. Um, and it drives very well. There's a few minor things um, that need fixed on it, but literally they were, you're talking... Couple of hundred euro and it'd be fixed. There's nothing major, um, and I, I, I still enjoy driving it. Um, it's been sitting around a lot um, during lockdown. Um, the seat belts smell a little bit of a mold. <laughs> um, I think that's a common problem with seat belts webbing. Understand if a car's you know not been used too much. So, so anyway, I went out there and uh, met a friend in the park and, and came back again. And uh, I was getting out the car and. Um, I locked the doors, which is what you do. But as I hit the lock button, I think the door hadn't completely shut the driver's door. And the alarm went off. <laughs> and it's like a high-pitched, repetitive bleeping. It's really intense. So I unlocked the doors again. It went off. And then I locked them again. Um, now, this might not sound in any way strange. So basically, the door hadn't shut properly when I you know, locked the car. But then it had, so I just had to unlock and lock it again. Um but this might might sound surprising. It was surprising to me. This might sound slightly surprising to you as well. Um, had the car fourteen years and a bit, fourteen years and change, and that's the first time that I've uh, heard the alarm go off. Quite a surprising discovery. 